in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today actually is the third Sunday of the blessed month, Ba'una, Coptic month, Ba'una. And as you know, the readings of Sunday are classified into four sections. Each section is three months. The first three months of the Coptic year, the Church speaks to us about the love of God the Father. Then the following three months, starting by Kiak, in which actually we start to celebrate the Nativity of Christ. So the following three months, the Church speaks to us about the grace of His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. After this, actually, the following three months, it will be special season of the great fast and the resurrection. This comes to the last three months of the Coptic year, which are Ba'una, the current Coptic month, and Abib and Misra. The last three months, the church speak about the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Especially, usually we celebrate the Feast of Pentecost, the descent of the Holy Spirit, in the month of either uh, Bashans or uh, Ba'una. So, today, the reading are about sins against the Holy Spirit. When the Lord cast out a demon from a man who was blind and mute, so this man uh, started to speak and he started to see. Instead of giving glory to God, the Pharisees said that Jesus is casting out demon by Baal Zabub, the ruler of the demons. And the Lord told them, if I am casting out Baal, uh, the demon by Baal Zabub, how the kingdom of Satan will be established? If they divide it against themselves, then Satan actually wants to spread his kingdom among uh, human beings, not actually to cast the demons. Then the Lord told them, but if you say that I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Spirit, then the kingdom of God uh, is coming upon you. And he told them, every word you say it against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But any blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or the in age to come. So, what is the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? And why, if anyone says a word against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but if he says it against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven? So, I like first to address all the sins of the Holy Spirit, and the last one, the sins against the Holy Spirit. And the last one I will address is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. The first sin is resistance 
to the Holy Spirit, resistance to the work of the Holy Spirit. St. Stephen, in his speech uh, that you read it in the book of Acts, he said in Acts chapter 7, until when you resist the Holy Spirit. So the sin of these people is to resist the Holy Spirit. We know the Holy Spirit has certain work in our life. He convicts us on sin, on righteousness, and on judgment. Convicts us on sin means he wants us to repent and return back to God. On righteousness, motivate us to do what's right. And on judgment, he reminds us that we will stand before God in the day of judgment and will give account for all our sins and all our deeds in general. Resisting the Holy Spirit means to say no to the work of the Holy Spirit. For example, you are tempted to lie. You are tempted to lose your temper. You are tempted to curse any sin. Then there is a voice inside you tells you, no, you should not lie. Say the truth. You should not go to this place. It is ungodly. You should not hang around these people. Bad company corrupt good morals. When we say no to the Holy Spirit, when we say no to this voice of the Holy Spirit inside me, that's resistance to the Holy Spirit. And when we insist to resist the Holy Spirit, that's when actually we fall in sin. But the Holy Spirit doesn't give up on us Also, he reminds us of the day of judgment. And if the archangel, when he fell, was judged, Satan, then how we will not be judged? If the ruler of this world is judged and condemned, how can you imagine that we can escape the judgment of God? Also, when there is opportunity to do something good, to help somebody, to... Uh, volunteer your time to serve and the Holy Spirit will motivate you this person is in help, need your help go and help him that convicts us on righteousness uh, he wants us to do what's right all the time to make right decisions and right choice but if we say no to the Holy Spirit this is again resistance to the work of the Holy Spirit For example, on Sunday, the Holy Spirit uh, motivates us to come to the church because that's what's right, what you should do on the day of the Lord, to come and worship the Lord. So the Holy Spirit motivates me to come. If I say no to the Holy Spirit, then I'm resisting the Holy Spirit. Now we are fasting. The Holy Spirit will speak to you and tell you it's not right that all the church is fasting and you are not fasting you need actually to participate in fasting this is the fast of the ministry fast of the apostles is dedicated for the ministry fast in order to support the ministry and spread the word of God if you say no to the Holy Spirit then you are resisting the Holy Spirit resisting the Holy Spirit leads to another 
sin against the Holy Spirit, which is grieving the Holy Spirit. St. Paul told us, don't grieve the Holy Spirit that is in you. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit that is in you. It's like a father. Father giving advice to his son. When the son actually say no to his father and resist his father, then the father would be grieved. And instead of the Holy Spirit be a source of joy because the fruit of the Spirit is joy, then when I grieve the Holy Spirit, I myself will lose the joy and I will not be happy. Besides, I made God displeased with me. I made God unhappy with me, grieving. And as we said in the Bible study yesterday, this pleasure of God is followed by the punishment of God. This pleasure of God is followed by the punishment. So you don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. You don't want to make God displeased with you. No one in his right mind should make God unhappy or displeased with my deeds or my actions. It's not for your best interest. Because this will lead to the third sin against the Holy Spirit, which is quenching the Holy Spirit. As St. Paul said, don't quench the Holy Spirit. Don't quench the Holy Spirit. Quenching the Holy Spirit means what? Let me go back to the metaphor of the father and the son. When the father gives advice to his son, and the son says no, and then he repeats his resistance and say no to the father and rebel against the father, the father would be grieved. Then the father will reach a stage in which actually he will say, I'm not going to talk to my son anymore. Why should I, I talk to him and he tell me no? Let him do whatever he wants to do. And that's what St. Paul mentioned in Romans chapter 1, that God gave them to a based mind, to a based mind to do what they should not do. That's quenching the Holy Spirit. Then actually quenching the Holy Spirit is a very serious stage. Now, for example, you walk on Sunday, and you don't have any voice inside you telling you you need to go to church. If you reach this stage, that's a very serious stage, because this means the Holy Spirit is quenched in you. If you wake up in the morning and you don't feel a voice inside you telling you start your day with prayer, then it's a very serious stage. You are advanced in, in the sense against the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is quenched. If you are lying or swearing or cursing or any sin you are committing and you don't feel any remorse in your heart, you don't feel any sorrow, God the sorrow, you don't feel any voice in your heart convict you and rebuke you, this means the Holy Spirit is quenched in you. The Holy Spirit is not speaking to you anymore. But yes, it is advanced stage, but still there is hope uh, if you are listening to this sermon right now that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you so you need actually to start 
yielding and surrendering to the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to be rekindled in your heart. As David in Psalm 50 said, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew your spirit within me. So let's pray and ask that the Holy Spirit will be renewed and and His zeal to be rekindled within my heart. If you reach this stage that you don't feel any remorse or any sorrow when you commit sin and you don't feel any voice to encourage you to do what's right, dedicate this liturgy today and lift up your heart today. Cry with David, say, create in me a clean heart, O God. This heart that became a heart of stone, remove it from me and create in me a clean heart and renew your Holy Spirit within me. Give me, again, rekindle the gift of the Holy Spirit and let me hear the voice and the conviction of the Holy Spirit every day. When the person actually continue in his resistance to the Holy Spirit and reach the level of quenching the Holy Spirit, and after this stage, he continue to resist the Holy Spirit, he is not listening, then this will lead to the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit means a person reject and refuse the work of the Holy Spirit in his heart all the days of his life until he dies. Again, blasphemy means a person who reject the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit, all the days of his life until he dies. So basically, he dies in his sin. And since he dies in his sin, there is no forgiveness neither in this age or in the age to come. Neither in this age, if we ask God for this person to forgive him, you know, he will not be forgiven. Neither in the age to come means in the day of judgment there is no forgiveness. But why, if we say a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven, but not against the Holy Spirit? Because if we say a word against the Son of Man, it is the work of the Holy Spirit in me to rebuke me and to convict me. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. He convicts us on sin, righteousness, and judgment. So when we sin against the Lord Jesus Christ, and actually there is an excuse to the people to sin, because no one heard that God became man. So if if somebody uh, who is non-believer, he couldn't believe at the beginning that God became man, it's understandable. It's understandable. But the Holy Spirit will work with this person to lead him to repentance and also to lead him to believe this mystery. Uh, The Bible tells us no one can say Jesus is God except by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit will lead the non-believers to believe in the divinity of Christ and also will lead them to repentance. So they repent from their sins that 
uh, when they said a word or they blasphemed against the Son of Man. But if I say a word against the Holy Spirit, who will lead me to repentance? If I'm resisting the Holy Spirit, who will lead me to repentance? It is the Holy Spirit, but I'm resisting the Holy Spirit. That's why blasphemy against the Holy Spirit means to refuse repentance. That is actually the main work of the Holy Spirit. Also, for the non-believers, for us the believers, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit means the person uh, refused to repent and resist the work of the Holy Spirit all the days of his life until he dies. For non-believers, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, if we understand that the Holy Spirit works with them to make them to believe in Christ, no one can say that Jesus is God except by the Holy Spirit, then for the non-believers, the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is to refuse to believe in Christ, that he is God and he is the Savior of the whole world until they die. So any non-believer who continues to reject the work of Holy Spirit in him and refuse to believe in the divinity of Christ and refuse to believe that Jesus is God and he is the Savior of the whole world and there is no other way to save us, no other way to the Father except through the Son, Jesus Christ, that's blasphemy again in the Holy Spirit. And these are the words of St. Asanisius when he commented on the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. He said, what is the major sin? When the Lord said the Holy Spirit convict the world on, on, on sin, the Lord said because they did not believe in the Son of God. So the major sin for the non-believer that they did not believe in the Son of God. They did not believe that Jesus is God, that Jesus is the Savior of the world. That is a major sin. And if you don't believe, I'm speaking to the, about the non-believers, that is a blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, and this is the unforgivable sin. The scribe and Pharisees, they actually because of the blindness of their heart, after they heard these words, their heart did not change. And they continue actually to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit and to blaspheme against the Son of Man. That's why most of them, except those who repented and returned for, uh, to Christ, most of them did not, uh, were not saved because they continued in the hardness of their heart rejecting the work of the Holy Spirit and rejecting the uh, to be surrendered to the work of the Holy Spirit. And what about us? In the third Sunday of Ba'una, while the church is speaking to us about the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, are you resisting the Holy Spirit? Are you grieving the Holy Spirit? Are you quenching the Holy Spirit? We need actually to examine ourselves and to see where are we from these four sins, resisting, grieving, quenching, and blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. And let us dedicate this liturgy 
to cry to the Lord that he may remove completely the heart of stone and give us heart of flesh. Let us ask the Lord to renew the Holy Spirit and the grace of the Holy Spirit in our heart so that we'll be counted with the saints in the kingdom of God. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.